Welcome to the People Chronicle Storied Women. My name is Anna Rosengara Milch, and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is the story of how one woman's life impacted another. And today on Storied Women, as we do each day, we meet with other women who want to share their stories so we can learn from them as well. And today my guest is Nadine Pober. Welcome, Nadine. Thank you. Okay, here's the question. What is the, the one thing that you would like your, this audience to take from our little chat today? The one thing you would like us to remember? I would say that you need to pay attention to what your passions are. The things that make you tick. And once you figure those out, go for them. Ah. Okay, I like that. So tell me, um, what makes Nadine tick? Oh boy. <laughs> um, I, oh my goodness. Um, I would say I, I love what I do uh, as my career. And, and what is your career? I'm an elementary librarian. Ah. And I work here in the city of Reading. And um, so that is one thing that makes me tick. I absolutely love what I do. And I wasn't always a librarian. I was an elementary teacher first for the city of Reading. And, um, and then when the opportunity came up to be a librarian, I grabbed it. Because again, I knew that was something that I've always wanted to do. And I did that. So when you go from elementary school teacher to a librarian, that means you go back to school. Yes, yes, and uh, I already had my teaching degree, my master's degree mm -hmm. in elementary education, so when I wanted to become the librarian, I had to go back and take a few more classes, yes. Okay, so tell me, so changing that, or really extending it, is it you know, it's not really a change in career, so to speak, you're still in the education field. Um, what prompted you to do that, though? I mean, where, where do you get that, that strength to do that, you know, to, to make it, to grab that opportunity, so to speak? Um, to change, to do exactly what I did, or just overall to make any type to make of change? A cha to make a change like that. I mean, because I, my guess is, you know, when, you're, when you have a career, at least in my life, when you have a career and you're doing something, you get very comfortable, you get very knowledgeable, it's a, you, you stay in a comfort zone, you're like, you're zoned, mm -hmm. you know? And then all of a sudden you say, wait a minute, let me do something different. So what, you know, how do you do that? I mean, what, what really propels someone to do that? Um, again, it was something that was inside of me. It was a passion that I had, a desire to do. And when I see an opportunity to do something that I want, I just, I just go for it and I just do it. So it's, it was, I guess, an inner drive, maybe. Have you always had inner drives? I mean, have you always been an opportunity I've, seeker? I, not. Not necessarily a seeker, but I pay attention to when things come my way and whether it will fit in with what I like and what I want to do. And then if so, and then you take the next step. So, so what else have you done besides or changing careers, I would imagine, in your midlife? <laughs> um, well, let's see. I just recently published two children's picture books. Ah. And... So that, again, was something that I knew I wanted to do perhaps probably about 10 years ago, 
um, when my children were very small and you know I had ideas for stories in my head and it was just one of those where you say you know someday when it feels right uh, I will make it happen so you know raising my children all these years and working full-time and taking classes um, it wasn't the right time but the the passion and the desire was there and I never ignore that so when the time was right you just it, it just felt right it was right there and it came out one literally one day that now's the time to get the book written so once the first one was done then I went on to the second one and then I'll do a third one too so again it's just a hidden drive it's it's and when it's ready to peak you grab it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I think you know one of the greatest things that we can do is because what I'm when I'm hearing you saying you know you know a lot I think people have passion a lot of people have passion but it's like acting on the passion it's the execution of the passion you know yes. and I hear that's what you do I mean not only do you have the passion to to teach and to you know and to educate and to write but then you execute it you know and I think that that's a great model for our children as well you know I once read that. Um, the greatest thing that a parent can do for their children is to teach them how to set goals. Mm -hmm. You know, and I hear that that's exactly what you do. You seem to be very goal focused. Like this is what I want to do, and this is how when I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's I couldn't good. say it any better. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you had two children. I actually have three. You have three. Mm -hmm. okay. I have two at home, and then I have an older boy. He's uh, 27. His name is Ryan, and he's at Drexel University in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful. Okay, so are you? So do you see? That the life that you're leading, you know, the passion and, and this example that you're leaving, do you see it being passed down to the, the children? Uh, obviously, for the, the oldest, if he's a yeah, yeah for Drexel. for my oldest son, I I I do see that uh, he is very much like me. Uh, I see that he's independent, and when he wants to do something, he goes ahead and and does it, and. Uh, when he um, wanted to go to Drexel, he chose, um, you know, he researched his schools and he decided on that one because he paid attention to what was inside of him and his passions too. So just like I do, I don't know if I deliberately ever sat down and said, do this, you know, do it this way, pay attention, um, or it was just something that was just inertly done for him. Yeah. I, th I think you, you modeled it, you know, and I think that's that's one of the things that's the gift of being a mother is that we, you get the opportunity to model, and uh, yeah, I guess we all want to be models, but uh, you know, to to be that positive role model. We talk about that in lunch with Lucille, you know, that that's really our job, you know, you don't, you you really don't have the luxury of not doing it. You have to do it, you know, and so um, and so you you now are doing with your children because you were also telling me that your younger they do uh, theater? Oh, yes. <laughs> we, uh, I, I think we are an active theater family. Again, that was something that uh, has always been something that I loved. Um, so I've been active in local community theater for about 20 years. And uh, uh, I'm currently the vice president of Fleetwood Community Theater. Oh, great. And I've always been on the board of Fleetwood Community Theater or a member for about 15 years and 
It was just something that was, again, inside. It was a, a, a passion that I had, a desire to be on stage and to perform. And um, I, I even remember going to rehearsals with my one son in the snuggly. <laughs> and I, I would take him to rehearsals with me. And I was the only person there with a baby. And, and, but it was did you just, find that unique? <laughs> did you really think there'd be like a whole crowd of people there with babies strapped was, to their chin? <laughs> it, was, it was unique. Um, and then when, he, when they came out of the snuggly stage, they would end up still coming to rehearsal with me, even as toddlers and, um, and preschoolers. And I would just pack, you know, a bag with me of stuff for them to do. And um, it, it was always something that I wanted to do and I never stopped. And when you want to do something, you just find ways to do it. And uh, when I was at rehearsals, uh, even uh, with, the, you know, with the snuggly, it was really easy. I could have them with me. But when they were getting older and mobile, I thought, oh, now how am I going to do this? You know, my husband has always been home, but he worked a lot at that time. So he wasn't able to stay home and, and let me go to rehearsals. So they would have to come with me, but then I would just find another person in the cast who had a teenage daughter. I'm like, have her come to rehearsals and I'll pay her. <laughs> and I've done that. So where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to seek it and grab yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds trite, but you, it's just really, that's it. I mean, you know, if you're going to follow your passion, you're going to, you make the way to mm -hmm. execute it. There's a, a lot of um, women, my women friends, over the years, I've, I've always been very busy. Even my mom, she's like, how, how can you do all this stuff? And I would have, you know, friends who would say, where do you find the time to do this? Where do you find the time to go to rehearsals? And my response to that is, how can you not find the time to do that right. stuff? So it's great. Yeah, I think you know when you, as you say, you know that the passion drives you, and you make the time. You make the time. You know that that's what you use your time for for your passion. Exactly. So I'm glad you came in to speak with us today about that. Well, thank, thank you, you very much, Nadine. Thank and you. Thank you. If you'd like to watch more stories about very interesting women, please follow me on the People Chronicles slash Storied Women or check me out at lunchwithlucille.com and thank you again for listening. Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com.